let's talk about the state of the radio industry or, the, or more generally the state of the media industry in Africa. The media is the most powerful means to effect change in Africa. In fact, people refer it to, to it as the fourth state of democracy after the other three, the judiciary, executive and the legislature. So has the media lived up to its billing in transforming Africa? I think it has not. One of the disconnects in the media is that it is managed by profiteers rather than the rather than people who have a deep interest in the future and prosperity of Africa. Such that the media owners treat media business as some kind of selling beer wire profits on the bottom line and so based emotional salacious gossip and politics celebrity gossip and politics is what carries the day for the media stock and trade is that so what we need to do is then to encourage that the media becomes a progressive force of change in Africa and one of the ways to do that is to place the media in the hands of the people who are most passionate about Africa. This is why I will call for the true Pan-Africanists, true people who have Africa at heart to invest in the media. It is not just a business. It is about shifting opinions shifting the narratives of Africa and when our young impressionable minds, African minds are told that Africa has the promise and potential to be great, then they will embark on that. In fact, I would say that maybe one of the reasons that Africa fails is that we send our best, our best in front instead of them laying in the back to be media people now so long as as soon as someone is famous they want to go into politics but the media person i believe has more power in changing narratives than even the politician or the president so it's up to us now to ensure that those who write columns for newspapers those who write uh, news for newspapers for tv for radio they become authority voices in Africa. And the fascinating thing about media in Africa is that is that it is the rural community media that are most engaged in the issues that are most pertinent to Africa. But the urban FM stations, the urban media that have some money to spare, they're the ones engaging in base salacious gossip. So because the media, the urban media have some have at least a middle class audience to listen to, so they can market to them uh, pro, uh, products for advertising the bloodline is the bloodline of media, so they can advertise to them products for them to consume. And so that means the urban media have a lot of money and their financial pockets are deep, and yet. They are the ones who engage in the most salacious gossip. While the rural media, rural community FM stations that are cash shops, they are the ones who phone in 
articulating on how their country should be governed. So that's quite the disconnect of the media in Africa, that it is the rural media that is setting the agenda for Africa, while the urban media has lost its way and its deep in salacious gossip and uh, are into more, mostly entertainment. You will think they really don't live in Africa, so I would hope the rural uh, community media voices will be amplified. While the urban media, I hope that they steer, they don't just look at the ratings because one of the things that destroys the media is ratings. Now editors do everything possible and stories that shape Africa, they are not ordinary stories for the fireplace chat. While for the media editor, they use what they call barometer. Barometer is simply can your story be discussed in a bar? Can your story be discussed in a fireplace chat? If it doesn't mean that criteria, then it is thrown out. So every journalist wants to ponder to this base, baseline, the barometer baseline. So I would argue that we need to uh, disabuse this notion and have a media that truly works for Africa. So you can get these ideas in my book that is the new Africa Rising. The New Africa Rising by Collins Mabinda Okango. It's available on Amazon.com for only $4.99. Get the link at the top. I've attached the link at the top. It starts with HTTPS. Just copy and paste the link into your browser and you can read the first 20 pages for free. Where I address how Africa can move from periphery of world affairs to be front, center, and lead of the world. I call Africa the 1% continent because it contributes just 1% to the global economic output, 1% of stock market activity, 1% of global trade, 1% of 1% of research output, 1% of new patents. So you find that this this 1% continent then has to struggle and be front, center, and lead of the world. And the only way it can do that then is by encouraging that is innovation. And I think the the next miracle story in Africa then will be to avail business capital to entrepreneurs. So basically produce what we consume and consume what we produce. Produce what we consume and produce what we consume. Produce what we consume and consume what we produce. Also, we're going to move from per capita of 1,500 to per capita of 150,000 within the next 25 years. That is 100 times growth, not 100%, 100 times growth. And of course, right now, you are wondering, is this person daydreaming? Is he asleep? This is a lofty idealist, an ivory tower idealist. But I guarantee you, if we have 10 million small businesses, each employing 100 people, high-quality, skilled jobs in smart hardware, carbon materials, Internet of Things, Internet of Software, Biotech, then of course, Africa will, lead, will regain its leadership position in the world within the next 25 years and become and move from 1.5 trillion dollars to 
150 trillion dollars and of course that makes me such a lofty dreamer but it's okay you can escape those values to me but i believe it will be done within the next 25 to 30 years i don't believe the africa pessimists who see this who just kick the can down the road that it will be done then that africa will be transformed in the age of the children of our children because they are gonna face the same issues that we are facing with them so you better tackle them head on so that by the time they'll just be working here or not and then uh, they'll be traveling to mars to work or to jupiter to work and then they live here on earth so that those are the goals we need to be pursuing in the next hundred years not renewing africa we need to be out of poverty to begin to think like that so that's just a small bit that's just me that's the optimist to me uh, that is the ivory tower calling smabinda okango so get these ideas in my book that is the new africa rising that is the new africa rising on amazon.com for only 4.99 dollars advertise the link at the top it begins with https copy that https link copy and paste it into your browser and read the first 20 pages for free where you can get the promise and potential of africa if you like it then you kindly make a purchase for only 4.99 dollars and you will make the first step in africa becoming a 150 trillion dollar economy within our lifetimes all these ideas can be found in my book www.mabinda.com that is www.mabinda.com mabinda is m a b i n d a that is m a b i n d a that is www.mabinda.com thank you